It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I am your host, Doc. I got to straighten out something real quick uh, so people fully understand what goes on here at Strange Talk with Doc. One thing, I received some emails this week. We do not talk about the Royals here. We do not talk about Kim and Kanye here. We do not talk about Beyonce and Jay-Z. If it's somebody dating somebody and they happen to be a celebrity, that's on them. I have nothing to do with that. I have nothing to speak on that. I do not deal with rumors, innuendos, or gossip. You will not find that here. And just to prove a point, later on this podcast, I will speak about Tiger Woods, but I will not speak about any gossip, rumors, or innuendos concerning Tiger Woods. So there's a difference between speaking on a celebrity and speaking about a celebrity. And I don't speak about celebrities. I speak about them if they pass and what they meant to me. If they have a product or show or album, I'll critique it to the best of my abilities. But as far as their personal life, who's using drugs, who's in rehab, who's beefing, that is not what Strange Talk with Doc is about. And if that's what you're looking for, you know what? I welcome you to find another podcast to listen to. Now, every show, by the way, what I do speak about is news, politics. I speak about sports, television, movies. I speak about things that are going on in my life. And I want to kick this bad boy off by saying 2021, I need you and I need you desperately. I need you to provide me with some things that I've been missing because life is not promised. 2020 was taken away from most of us. I don't know how you lived it. But I lived it very cautiously. I social distanced. I didn't do a lot. I didn't travel. I didn't really do almost anything worth a damn. But 2021, I need to start living my life. You understand? I need to start having some fun. I need to start dining out. I want to golf more. I want to go to the gun range and shoot guns more. I want to go on long drives in my car and actually be able to get out and have something to do and some pleasurable experience when I get there. Now, I'm not a person, anybody who knows me knows that I hate long drives in cars. Anything over three hours, I consider that flying distance. But this year, I don't care. I want to take long drives. I want to live life like I have never lived life before. And 2020 told me and proved to me that I have to. Now, I know they, they say that God repays any righteous person 10 times whatever they lost in life. But nobody said in this situation that he's going to promise us 10 years for the one year that we lost. So I can't live in that hope. I have to live in the reality that 2021 could be my last year ever on this earth. And I don't, I'm not YOLO in it. 
I'm not one of those YOLOs, you know, like live like there's no tomorrow because tomorrow is a reality if you have it. So I just want to live and I want to enjoy and I hope that you get a chance in 2021 to experience some of the things that you did not get to experience in 2020. If that's just spending time with your mother face to face, an auntie, a grandmother, you know, going to see that new child in your family that was born, whatever it may be. I don't care if you wanted to start playing basketball again, go to the pool. You know what I'm getting at. And I don't want to belate this. I don't want to make this a long drawn out thing. But that's what I want to do. 2021, I need you bad, man. I'm desperately spreading this out on the air. This is my hope. This is my faith. This is my prayer, if you will, that things will turn around in a positive manner for all of us in 2021. This week, we lost Vernon Jordan. He was a civil rights activist and a lawyer. He died at the age of 85. Ray gay icon, Bunny Weller, he died at 73. You know Bunny. He was with Bunny Waller, and he was with Bob Marley. He's a legendary reggae artist, and the world lost him at 73. A former Giants defensive tackle, John Mendenhall, he died, and he was 72. He was on those bad Giant teams of the 80s, but he was a shining light pretty much for a very bad team. A young man I didn't know much about, Jamel French. He was on that Degrassi High. He died at the tender age of 29. Jim Crockett Jr. passed away at 76. He ran NWA slash WCW, uh, the rival to the WWE. I enjoyed his products growing up. I didn't get to see much of it being on the East Coast. We were WWE stations until TVA and TBS came out. When TBS came out, we finally got to see Ric Flair and Terry Plunk. And it was like a total different ball game. It was great to be able to see that kind of wrestling. So I say pass, rest in peace to him. One of the members of the Miracle on Ice 1980 U.S. hockey team, Mark Pelvich, died at the age of 63. He was the dude who actually set up the game-winning assist when the United States beat Russia in the 1980 Olympics. I say rest in peace to him. COVID-19 is up to 29 million cases, 524,000 souls lost. Worldwide, we're talking 114 million cases and 2.6 million people who have died. So Senate finally passed a $1. trillion COVID bill, and they got zero support from the Republicans. This thing, I mean... We are still a split country no matter what, no matter who it helps. I don't understand this. They have constituents who need funds too. All Republicans are not wealthy people. A lot of Republicans are living paycheck to paycheck and on public assistance. It's just how they vote. It's not a standard of living. So I don't understand the Republicans. Now, have I looked at this whole COVID bill front to back, every I and every T? No, I have not. But I do know that people need assistance. And if the government is going to sit on his hands and just do this partisan thing, it does not make sense to me. So the governors of Tennessee and Mississippi have announced that they are lifting all bans on COVID-19. So I hope that Tennessee, I mean, Texas and Mississippi do not have an upswing 
of COVID cases because they want to go back to normal. Do we all want to go back to normal? Sure, we want to go back to normal. Once again, I have not received any notification to take the vaccine. And the only request that I will ever make of my audiences up until this thing is done, if anybody has two minutes to tell me about your experience with the vaccine, that's all I need from you. Two minutes of your time. You call in, I'll keep it brief, and I'll let you go. I just want to know what you felt, how you physically felt, what was your mental state on getting it, what was the process. I mean, this is great for the audience to hear. It, be, it would be great for me personally to hear from you, and that's the only thing that I will ever ask from you, my listeners. So we got this QAnon bullshit going on. Just deranged conspiracy cult who said that they thought Trump was going to go back into office on 3-4-2021. And it didn't happen. Another one of those deals that they come up with something that fell through and they don't seem to suffer because people still believe in them. People still follow them. And I don't understand it. What about showing and proving sometimes? Be right sometimes to keep your following, right? So the House of Representatives, they totally punked out. They canceled their, their votes on Thursday because of this QAnon thing. Instead of saying, you know what, the military, the National Guard will protect us. If life and blood needs to be spilled, we will make sure that the right things happen and nobody will be injured and hurt in the House of Representatives or the Senate. They will not storm us again. We will never let that happen in this country again. There will be no fake coups. But instead, they canceled, which I don't understand. So this imbecile, who's the CEO of Goya Foods, Robert Ewanen, He's still out there screaming that Trump's the legitimate and still actual president of the United States of America. I thought Goya told this man, shh. I thought they told him that from now on, if he speaks, he must clear it through the board of directors. But I guess he's got more control than they do. But I can't really speak on that because I really don't know. It's kind of sad that nationwide we've been having a lot of hate incidents involving Asian Americans as victims. As a black man in America, not a victim myself, but knowing of enough victims, especially people who have become made famous, martyrs due to victims and being a victim of a crime of hate only because of their color, we got to be better than this, man. Asian Americans are not the Wu-Tang, Wu-Han flu. They are not the coronavirus. If you dislike an Asian guy or an Asian chick before this happened, that's fine. You might have a personal reason. But if you dislike them only because of the virus, that is weak, man. You need to reevaluate who you are as a human being because you got to see people as human beings before you see them as anything else. Before you see a fat man, a skinny man, a pretty girl, an ugly girl, an old person, a small person, see a human being, then evaluate them on their character, on who they present themselves to you. If they are honest and upright, then that's who they are to you. If they are a liar, a cheat, and a thief, that's who they are to you. But give people some form of chance. I don't just see a white person and say, I hate that white person because that white person's white. That's dumb. That's pretty dumb. 
And I plan on being a lot smarter than that with my life. So an organization that I have no use for, I would never advise any parent to send their kids to. The Boy Scouts of America have agreed to pay $220 million to put in a trust to compensate tens, I said tens of thousands of former members who were abused during their time as scouts. First of all, I never understand the concept of a grown man wanting to hang around little boys, take them out to the woods, unsupervised, unvetted, and have control over these young men in these sleepaways, these jamborees, these trips. It never made sense. It always sounded like a pedophile heaven. And now they're just going to throw some money at it and, and hope that that's that. So if you have a child, I hope that your child trusts you enough to be honest with you at all times. And if they're in any form of trouble by any adult, that they would come to you, no matter who that adult may be, and let you know what's going on with them. So I say, let's destroy the Boy Scouts of America. Let's end them completely for Get just letting them make a payoff. Let's end them. So the Derek Chauvin trial starts today. He is the cop who's accused but actually murdered George Floyd. So I use accused, quote unquote, because as of today, he's still accused. He bust stand trial. But we seen the 846. That was not trickery. That wasn't. CGI, that wasn't one of those fake Tom Cruise videos that's floating around the internet. That shit was real life. And you know what happened because of that. Now, the world is watching. They are watching this trial. The eyes of black people in this nation and around the world are on this trial. We need the right verdict to come down. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about that. I was very shocked to see that Onyx released a new CD, and it's called Onyx for Life. The CD was actually banging. I, I enjoyed everything on the CD. Basically, from front to back, it was very aggressive. It was very hardcore, a lot high energy. I mean, are you going to get the wittiest things out of uh, Onyx? Probably not. Sticky Fingers and Fredro Star are not going to give you those Eminem-type bars, but was it flowing? Was it moving? Was I happy with it? Yes. I give this thing uh, two thumbs up big time. I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. It was, to me, outstanding. I really liked that that British brother put down the work playing Fred Hampton. He had that cadence, that fast, crazy cadence that Fred Hampton had. And I enjoyed it. I, I really did enjoy the movie. I've been enjoying The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. So far, so good with that show. I really give her thumbs up. I like what they're doing there. Family Guy was good. I always enjoy Family Guy. But 911, I don't watch that Texas 911, but 911, the original one, is such a horrible, childish show that I had to actually. Just say to myself, no more with this show. I am done with this show. I will never watch this show again. This is 911 in Los Angeles, California, and they can't have a person die. Even if a flood catches them, a dam falls upon them. Uh, nobody gets injured past a scar on the show. 
And that's just not reality. I don't know who they're catering to. This show seems like it should be on Nickelodeon and it should be PG-13 for children. The Little Things with Denzel and Jared Leto, that was pretty good. Is it a great movie? No. Did it make you think of Seven? Some people say so, but I really didn't feel it. But I love Denzel in almost anything, and I did appreciate The Little Things. I enjoyed it. The Blacklist has been outstanding, and I'm going to say it's really, really outstanding when they have shows that do not have Elizabeth. When she is not the main focus of the show and Red Reddington is the focus of the show, the show is much better without Liv. Liv, no, Elizabeth, is horrible. Her character's horrible. How they write that character's horrible. But when she's not in the show, it's a very good show. I've been enjoying SWAT. SWAT is fantastic. Just a nothing show that you have to think about. Just put it on for an hour and watch some action. Pretty good. And I also watched the Tiger Woods documentary that was on HBO Max. It was a two-parter. High. It was fast-moving. Very entertaining. It was the rise, the fall, and I guess the rise again leading up to the masses of 2019. It was very good. Now, see, this was the example of what I was talking about. I'm going to talk about Tiger Woods, but I am not going to come down. I'm not going to do any rumors. How they dealt with things about his father that we did not know, I can't state if they're true or false, it was entertaining. How people dealt with Tiger, the man, I mean, did should they have keep bringing up his first girlfriend when he was a teenager? i probably say not. Because she is so removed from his life that it doesn't make sense that she could speak on him at 35, 40 when she only knew him up to maybe 18. But we did learn a lot of different things about Tiger and how he ticks. So I highly recommend the Tiger Woods HBO Max documentary. And speaking of Tiger, I have decided that I'm getting a little older. My swing is getting a little slower. So I'm going to be trying this week to learn to do the baseball grip. Now, anybody who golfs knows that you have basically the three grips. you got the interlock grip, which I use. You have the overlap grip which I've never used, which is also called the Verdon grip. But I am going to try the baseball bat grip because that's the 10-finger grip where they say that you get probably more control, a little bit more distance, a little bit more speed. And since I am over 50, it's time for me to change up. I actually went through my bag. I brought some new uh, golf shoes. I brought some Jordan ADG2s. I can't wait to put them on. They look awesome. Uh, I got them for a great price. I'm just waiting to see how they play, how they grip the grass. Uh, like I said, 2021, man, I'm going to get out and golf as much as humanly possible. And yes, black men like golf. We golf also. This is something I wish that I would have known about since I was a kid. But you grow up in the hood and it's basketball, it's football. And every once in a while, baseball, if you have a big enough crew of people. But football and basketball, best, especially basketball and bed style, basketball was all day, all night. I mean, you bouncing that ball to 11 o'clock at night, you know. That's just the way it goes. So J.J. Watt shocked everybody, and he signs with the Cardinals. Now, the thing that got me about him signing with the Cardinals is I thought he was going to go somewhere that was already set up to kind of win. 
and he would just be a missing piece. I thought he was going to actually sign with Cleveland. I figure Garrett Miles on one side, J.J. Watts on another side, that's a pretty awesome defensive line. But J.J. did what made him happy. He wants to be in the Cardinals. I believe there's no state tax. The weather's beautiful. It's a great place to retire. He could golf. He could chill. I mean, you know, it beats being in Wisconsin, that's for sure. And I want to tip my hat to the WWE by making Bobby Lashley the WWE champ. He's one of the very few black men who have become champion, the face of that corporation. We've had Sasha Banks. We've had Kofi Kingston. We've had The Rock. But there have not been a lot of black men who have been the face of that company, especially one who's not pandering or playing to the crowd. He's a part of the Hurt Business. Very sharp black men who look good every week when they appear on TV. They take no shit. They don't dance. They don't sing. They don't wear wild colors. They're not there to be fan favorites. And for Vince to allow this to happen, I... One of the rare times lately that I can actually tip my hat to him, but I tip my hat to Vince and I tip my hat to the people who are working behind the scenes in the WWE. And congratulations to Bobby Lashley, 17 plus years in that business to finally become the face is a beautiful thing. And he should be very proud of himself. I know it's wrestling, but still he's the face of a corporation. And most people don't get to be the face of their corporation. So we had a UFC card this week. Israel Arasanda fought uh, Jan Blokovich. And I was kind of surprised at uh, Alessandra's lack of aggression for the last two rounds. I mean, this went to a decision. Blokovich definitely won the fight fair and square. I have no problems with him getting the decision. I did not find this to be a overly good card. I thought it was pretty boring. Too many long decisions. Once again, the UFC in 2021 has not been as outstanding as it was in 2020. For some reason, the cards in 2020, maybe they were so outstanding because we had nothing else and I really had nothing else to view it against. But Amanda Nunes fought uh, Megan Anderson and she just annihilated her in like two minutes. It was, Amanda didn't really break a sweat. I mean, she is the GOAT. She is the greatest that I've ever seen. Amanda is just, it's too easy right now. And I don't even know who's out there. Maybe there's a woman that's being trained in a dungeon somewhere in some fucked up country we've never heard of who could beat her. But I don't know who this young lady is. And we have not been introduced to her. I mean, she beat her by armbar, but she had rocked her a couple of times with punches. And she was much smaller than Megan. Megan is an Amazon, people. We're talking six foot, big shoulders, long arms, highly tattooed. She looks like the real deal. And maybe she will become the real deal in time, but this ain't her time just yet. And Peter Yan fought Aljamain Sterling. And I really don't give a fuck what people say online about this. That knee that Aljamain Sterling took while he was on the ground was as illegal as it comes, especially when the referee told him, man is down. So... You know better than to shoot a knee to an opponent where you're basically holding his hands. So you got a full range of motion to knee his jaw. And Aljamain is lucky he didn't get his jaw broken. I mean, I know some people are saying he deserved an Oscar, but what would you have done? 
you got the championship in your hand, man, that could be, you don't finish the fight and he gets disqualified, you get the championship title and that can mean three, four, five hundred thousand dollars in your pocket. What are you going to do? That's rhetorical. You ask yourself that question. You don't have to shoot me no answer. I'm not saying that I would want to win that way. No, I wouldn't want to win that way. You fight, you train hard to earn what you get. But Peter, Jan, just basically handed it to him. And what was he supposed to do? Like He threw that belt in the ring. His people in the corner were smart enough to say, hell no, let's pick this belt up. It's yours, buddy. Let's go. I mean, think about it. Sponsors, you get more money. When you sign fights, you got to get a bigger purse. The winner's share is a bigger purse. The winner's bonus is bigger. Everything in his life changed. He could probably pay off his mortgage or student loans or whatever. Why would he turn that down? UFC has released Junior Del Santos and Alistair Overeem. Uh, I really like to see both of these legends go out. But there's Bellator and other companies out there. And I'm sure, unfortunately, we will see them fight again but I would have preferred that they both would have retired in the rings and actually put their gloves in the middle of the octagon and said goodbye to us so that we could have said goodbye to them and spared themselves being released. So Team LeBron beat Team Durant last night. But Team Durant didn't have Kevin Durant. They didn't have Joel Embiid. They didn't have Ben Simmons. And Team LeBron didn't have AD. So you know what? It was your typical all-star game, 170 points to 150 points. Giannis won the MVP. He scored 35 points. He went 16 for 16 shooting, which is outstanding. But, you know, most of these are dunks and layups and give-me's. You don't put a lot of weight into an NBA all-star game. A young man, Anthony Simmons, won the slam dunk contest. I believe he's from the Portland Trailblazers. Steph Curry won his second three-point shooting contest. And Demostis Sabonis won the skills challenge. And that pretty much uh, rounds out the NBA, other than the fact that I will give you the highlight games of the NBA con of this week. The NBA returns to action on Wednesdays. My Spurs play the Mavericks. Thursday, the Celtics play the Nets. The Knicks play the Bucks. The Suns play the Blazers. The Warriors play the Lakers. Those are all Thursday games. There's no games worth mentioning on Friday. Saturday, the Mavs play the Nuggets. And Sunday, you got the Jazz versus the Warriors and the Spurs versus the 76ers. Also, the Clippers versus the Pelicans. Those are your premier games for the upcoming week. Like I said, the NBA kicks back off on Wednesday, March the 10th. All-Star break will be over. The season will resume. It looks like maybe we'll get some fans because there were fans in attendance at the All-Star game and some cities are opening up more and more each day as we speak. This weekend, we have the Players' Championship. This is the PGA Golf, people. This is golf. The PGA, the Players' Championship, which will be from March 11th through the 14th next Sunday. Brooks Kepper has withdrawn from this championship. Uh, I... Big tournaments, I'm always there. So basically, you'll have 48 of the top 50 golfers in the world be playing in this tournament. Naturally, Tiger Woods and Brooks will not be there. You already know why Tiger will not be there. And Brooks withdrew. And the reasons behind his withdrawal, I do not know. 
Uh, I would have loved to have seen him. But you know what? I still got DeShambo. I still got Thomas. I guess still got Jason Day. I still got Justin Tom, uh, Justin Rose, uh, uh, Patrick Reed, which nobody seems to really like. He'll be there. There's Rory. I mean, the, the field, Dustin Johnson, the field is still going to be loaded. So if you like golf, this is worth tuning in. And once again, I appreciate you. I always appreciate you taking the time to be with me. It's a beautiful thing for me. I love to hear from you, but that's on you. There's no expectation of ever hearing from you via email, text, or anything. But if you feel it in your heart, drop me a line. Tell me what you think I was dead wrong about, what you think I might be right about and you agree with me, or what you think I don't have the right to even speak on. But one thing I can speak on is 2021, man. I want to live. I mean, I know that I'm breathing and it's a gift. I know that my lungs are pumping oxygen and my brain is functioning to a certain degree. But I need to get out there, man. I really do need to get out there. Last year, I didn't go to golf courses because I felt guilty. People were dying. I could not go to a golf course while people were dying at the rate that they were dying. It just didn't make me feel good. But I went out and brought all this stuff like I got tomorrow promised. And, you know, so I brought new clubs. I brought new I brought new clubs, I brought new gloves, I brought new shoes, brought a new bag. And now I need to experience it on the golf course. I'm going to tell you people like I tell you each and every time. Peace to you and peace to yours. Be a blessing to somebody if you can't be a blessing just to yourself, okay? Peace. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.